Good afternoon, everyone. It is December 1st, 2023, and we're coming to you again on our usual, but not quite always, weekly broadcast from the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association in Jefferson City, Missouri. It is December 1st, and that means a couple things. One, it's getting colder. I'm wearing my heavy MFDA sweater today. Uh, it means when I leave here today, it will be pitch black out. On the drive home, Mariah Carey will be on every station, and there'll be Christmas uh, television uh, movies on all the television stations by the time I get home. Um, but the other big thing that December thirty, December first, excuse me, the other big thing that December first means in Jefferson City is today is the first day you can pre-file legislation. Although you can get things over there before that and have legislative research work on it, the very first day you, that a sponsor of a bill can officially file that legislation and get a number on it and get it in the list of bills that are going to be heard is today. And more and more as the years have gone by, that has become critical because so many bills are filed, they take them unless it's some emergency hot button issue, which happens every year on something. But unless it's a hot button issue, they are put in the queue for having committee hearings in the order that they are filed. Um, so the sooner you get it filed, again, unless it's some kind of emergency situation, and the sooner you get it filed, the sooner you get a committee hearing and the sooner you get a committee hearing, the sooner you can get voted on. And if there's any issues that need to be corrected and the amendments need to be made, then you can keep get that process going. Thousands of bills, thousands of bills are going to get filed this year. Only a handful will get passed. And that makes it even more important to get your bills pre-filed right away. And the sponsors of the couple of pieces of legislation that we're hoping get passed this year are doing that today. We have two bills that we uh, are planning to get pre-filed today. At least our sponsors, the, spo the senators and representatives have said they're going to be doing that. Uh, we don't have the bill numbers yet because uh, uh, I think they opened up at uh, nine o'clock over there today. Uh, so we don't have the bill numbers just yet. We will let those bill numbers out to the whole world probably early next week. As soon as I get them, uh, we'll let you know. So that if you're so inclined, you can look them up themselves. Two pieces of legislation we're hoping to get passed this year. The big one, of course, is the education bill we've already talked about. Uh, we've worked on back and forth with a number of stakeholders in this, let a number of different people see what it is we're trying to do. Um, and we, and we, we're getting a bill cross your fingers, knock on wood, get filed over there today. And as I've mentioned before, it is intended to do uh, a couple things. One is to reorganize the currently very confusing statutes where embalmers and funeral directors uh, regulations are all mishmashed together and put together. The other thing that and that's very important. Everybody wants that done. There's not a single person out there that I've ever said that uh, disagreed with that and certainly needed to be done. It takes out a lot of old archaic stuff that doesn't need to be in the statutes anymore. And of course, the big one for the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association Board, something that uh, our board has been pushing for for a long time, is it creates an alternative path 
to get your licenses where you do not have to. You can if you want to, but you do not have to take the arts examination. The arts examination. What it will do if it was passed the way I assume it's going to be filed today if it was if no changes to it, if we're passed. What it would do, it would say you can do things just the way you're doing now. You apply to become a funeral director. You start your apprenticeship. You have 12 months. Uh, you have a 12-month apprenticeship. And during that 12-month apprenticeship, you have to conduct and arrange at least 10 funerals. Then, then And you can also take the uh, law exam and the arts exam. And if you pass all those and you complete your apprenticeship, you can then, it, then you become a funeral director. One good thing that this bill does is it allows you to take those tests anytime you want after you get your application in. Under the current law for funeral directors, you cannot take the Missouri law examination or the arts examination until after your apprenticeship is completed. And that causes problems sometimes for some people. Um, and as the state, this was just an oversight, to be honest with you, when the law was written a long time ago, nobody intended this, nobody wanted this, but that's how it was. It was in the statute. You had currently, it's in the statute. You have to complete your funeral director apprenticeship before you can take those two tests for your a, a funeral director license. Now, there's a way to get around the Missouri law examination restriction on that is if you file to become a pre-need agent or a limited funeral director that allows you to work only to places that do cremation only. If you uh, apply to do that, you can take the law examination right away, get that license. And then when your funeral director's apprenticeship is over, you don't have to take the law examination again, because one of the very good things the state board has always done, and this has been in the law for a long time, if you pass any of these tests that you're required to take, as long as you keep your license current that uh, that test was for, you don't have to take it again to get another license. So if you are a pre-need agent, you've already passed the Missouri law exam, and now you want to become a funeral director, you don't have to take the Missouri law examination again. Flip it over. If you're a funeral director and you want to become a pre-need agent, you don't have to take the Missouri law examination again. Um, so that's, that's a good thing that's in the current law. That's not changing. That will stay in the current law. So anyway, that path where you pass the test, the arts exam, the law examination, and do a 12-month apprenticeship where you uh, have uh, to conduct and arrange 10 funerals, that's going to stay in the law. But there's a plan B in the legislation that is to be filed today. And that plan B will allow you to do a longer apprenticeship where of 18 months, where you must conduct and arrange at least 25 funerals. And if you do that, you still have to pass the law examination, but you don't have to take the arts examination to become a licensed funeral director. So it gives the student, the applicant, an option. They can do one of those two things, and it's their choice. And they so if they want to take the, uh, the arts examination, because perhaps they're worried about going to a state someday where that arts examination is required. They can do that. They have that. They won't have any problems with reciprocity with the other state. But if they're just planning to work in Missouri, that's all they want to do. They can do the longer apprenticeship where they do more uh, funerals and arrangements. And then they don't have to take the 
arts examination. And that is something that uh, the board has been wanted to do for a long time. And um, that is what the, that's what the legislation would do. It extends the period of time for you to complete all of this from the current 24 months to 36 months, three years. That's important for some people uh, where they maybe had trouble with the uh, getting their apprenticeship uh, through. Uh, they've had to change funeral homes. They've had some kind of interruption in what's going on. It's taking them longer than they want. You don't have to take that long time. You can get it done quicker if you want, but you have a longer period of time for your funeral director license to get that done. So that's a, that's a very good thing. Another thing this legislation does, which I know the state board wants, and every funeral director that I have talked to, our entire our board, uh, stakeholders that we've gone out there and, and checked with and asked about, everybody is in support of this. It will allow the state board to come up with some benchmarks that says during your, your apprenticeship should consist of certain things. Okay. Um, I'm just making these things up here because the state board is going to have to come up with these. But for example, during your apprenticeship of those 25 funerals that you do, you need to uh, go to a graveside service. You need to go to a removal. You need to do this. You need to do that. And you need to show that you have successfully accomplished some of these things. Because right now, all it says is conduct and arrange funerals. Well, what does that mean? Well, we, we kind of know what arrange funeral means, being there at the arrangement conference. That's easy. But what does conduct a funeral mean? What do you have to do for that? Uh, so anyway, and there are some very good uh, guidelines, benchmarks as to what an apprenticeship should include. And the state board will be able to come up with those as well. Because it's going to take the state board some time to get the rules through the, let the administrative law process to get those in place. If this law were passed this year, it has a will have a uh, extended timeline. It won't go into effect right away. It will have a uh, effective date that is later than usual. Because the state board can't really work on the regulations. Well, they could talk about them, but they can't submit any proposed regulations that create these benchmarks. They can't do that until the law is in place that gives them the authority to do that. So this, uh, once this is passed, then they'll have the ability to submit those regulations, those benchmarks, and get those through before the new law goes into effect. So unfortunately, for a lot of you students out there that are already in the system, uh, this legislation may not help you, but it is going to help future generations of funeral directors and help them uh, hopefully <laughs> become funeral directors uh, with the alternate path, the plan B. It does a couple other good things in the law. It eliminates the requirement that the uh, apprenticeship all be consecutive months because the state board I know has been running in because people call me up and say, well, what can I do about it? And I say, well, talk to the state board because they're the ones in charge of this. Uh, they've done six month apprenticeship at one funeral home and they had an illness that they had to stop that apprenticeship for a month. Well, under the current law, it has to be a 12 month consecutive apprenticeship. And I don't think this, uh, from what I've heard, the state board doesn't think that that's necessary. Uh, we'll be talking, I'll be talking about this in just a second, but we're going to be talking to the state board about that. Uh, they, they don't think it's necessary, but they, they can't do anything about it. Their hands are tied because the law says right now consecutive months. Well, 
We're hoping to get that out of this out of this legislation so that if you have a good reason for, you know, having to interrupt your apprenticeship halfway through or two thirds of the way through, you can do that. Because right now, unless you're called up for active military duty, it's got to be consecutive months. The other thing is the current law requires a weekly hour requirement for both the embalmer and the and the uh, funeral director apprenticeship for the embalmer apprenticeship. It's 30 hours a week, at, l- at least 30 hours a week. For the funeral director apprenticeship, it's at least 15 hours a week. Well, everyone that we've talked to recognizes, well, that's kind of sometimes difficult because maybe the fun- uh, funeral director apprenticeship, maybe the funeral home only needs them 10 hours this week, but they need them 20 hours next week. So this statute allows the state board to come up with a total number of hours that the apprenticeship must consist of, but whether it's 15 hours a week every week, or it's 10 hours a week this week and 20 hours a week next week and 22 hours after that, and then down to eight, that would be flexible. So that's another great thing this piece of legislation will do. Again, as soon as we get the bill number for that, we'll put that out in an email to everyone and you can look it up yourself. Call us. If you see anything in there that you don't like or that you're confused about, I'll be happy to talk to you about it. And we're also going to be talking to the state board about this. Unfortunately, the timing was bad again, as happens sometimes. The state board is having a meeting in uh, uh, on December 12th. It was scheduled to be in St. Joseph, Missouri. I heard this morning that it's going to be here at Jefferson City. The uh, notice, the revised notice on that should be out today. So if you know how to get on the state board's website and look at their meeting notices, I've been told that today at some point, that meeting notice will be changed from St. Joseph, Missouri to Jefferson City, Missouri. That will make it easier for some more people to get to here. And I'm, I'm glad of that because I'm hoping that they discuss uh, our proposed legislation. And as we've told the executive director of the state board and state board members that we've uh, talked to about this, the bill that we had to get a bill filed today. We absolutely had to get it in the hopper, get it pre-filed today so it gets in the hopper. But we want to work with the state board. We want to work with other stakeholders, other people out there. And if there is something that people are adamant about that needs to be changed in this legislation, there's something that needs to be added. There's something that needs to be taken out. There's an idea out there that we haven't thought of that should be in there. Well, as long as my board, our board, your board, as long as the uh, board of uh, the Missouri Funeral Directors Bomber Association Bar, as long as we're okay with that and the sponsor's okay with that, we can easily change that. This is not set in stone as of today. It's very easy to put in a committee substitute for the bill, especially if it's on the very first committee hearing. So if on the very first time this bill gets heard by committee, the sponsor just has to hand everybody, we have a committee substitute, and it doesn't slow the process down at all. So if you see something in that legislation that you really, really dislike, let us know about it. We'll take a look at it. If the state board, after looking at this in a week or two, uh, has serious problems with it and they want something changed with that, and that can be done and our board and the sponsors are okay with that, that can be done too. So that's another reason why it was important to get something in the hopper today because that means hopefully you have an early committee hearing. And that means if there needs to be a committee substitute, there won't be any problem 
and getting that done. The other piece of legislation that I'm hoping gets filed here today is it seems minor, but it's becoming more and more important. As I hope you know, for those of you out there that have an insurance producer's license and you use insurance to uh, fund pre-need policies, currently right now, as long as the only type of life insurance you sell that you're an agent for, the only type of life insurance that you write for is for final ex for funeral expenses, for burial, final disposition, cremation, whatever. So long as that life insurance plan is to pay for the final disposition of somebody and, every, and that's all you do, every life insurance policy that you sell as an agent, as a producer, as long as every one of those is for final disposition expenses, and as long as those policies are always below $15,000, you don't have to do any continuing education to get your insurance producer's license renewed. We're big on education. So sometimes somebody says, well, why do you want to eliminate that education requirement? Well, it's already in the law. It's been that way for quite some time, and it's currently $15,000 is the limit. Interestingly enough, the Department of Insurance thinks that this is a good idea because they realize their continuing education stuff has nothing, you know, it, it doesn't deal with these very simple, uh, specific policies. You're learning stuff about complicated annuities. You're learning stuff about all these other things that have nothing to do with a simple burial plan, if you want to call it that that uh, is a small amount. And they were the ones that said, yeah, there's no reason for people. If that's all they do, they don't need continuing education if that's all they do. So the Department of Insurance was on board with this from way back when. What this legislation would do was bump it up to $20,000 because uh, $15,000 was a good number way back when, when it was put in. But inflation, things are more expensive. It's not that difficult these days for somebody that wants a, a big funeral and they have a big monument and uh, doesn't even need to be that big anymore to, to bump up to that $15,000 limit. So uh, it's gonna, we're hoping that it gets bumped up to $20,000 this year. Nobody that we've talked to opposes that, including some folks from the Department of Insurance that I ran that by. Of course, we'll have to see when it gets over there. You know, nobody can commit to anything until it's actually in front of them officially. But we're hoping that gets done as well. That'll have a separate bill number. We'll let you know what that is as well when it comes out. Lastly, for December 1st, that means our reminders go out for the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association dues. It's time for the dues. An email went out this morning. Because of the way our email system works, you may get a reminder to pay your dues today, even if you've already paid them. We've had a bunch of people paying. It's easy to pay online now. You can also send us a check. As a matter of fact, if you use a check instead of credit card, you get a little bit of a discount. So that's nice because that saves us the credit card processing fees. So if you get a reminder today and you've already paid it, don't worry about it. That's just how our automated email system works. Everybody gets it. So if you haven't paid, please get it in. If you have paid, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love the fact you've gotten those dues in early, but uh, don't worry about it. We're not telling you you have to pay again. And it is important that you pay because every now and then I do get a call from a funeral home that is uh, in dire straits and needs uh, some assistance from the association and I take a look and say, I'm sorry, you're not a current member and I want to help people. 
And I don't want uh, anyone to be in dire straits, but it's the members that pay the bills that allow us to do these broadcasts, that allow us to help folks, that allow us to advocate, that allow us to be out there, provide all this materials, all of those legal documents that you can get online for free if you're an association member. Uh, so, you know, I have to be careful about this because American Express has trademarked the phrase membership has its privileges. So you, we can't use that in our advertising. That belongs to American Express. And by the way, you can use American Express to pay your bill if you want to. So there's a plug for American Express. Uh, but um, we can't use that in our advertising advertisement or our promotional materials. But uh, it's a true statement. There's a reason why we have a membership. There's a reason why we hope that you think it's valuable to be a member of the Missouri Funeral Directors and Embalmers Association. So that's all we have for today. Watch out for your emails next week. So as soon as we have those bill numbers, we'll throw it out. I'll put a link to the websites where you can actually look up the actual bills themselves. Sometimes they're hard to read. This, the education bill, let me tell you, it's going to be very hard to read because it take it's taking out big sections of the law in one section and sticking them in another section because so there's going to be a lot of redaction. There's going to be a lot of things. that looks like, wait a minute, wasn't that already in the law? Yes, it was, but it was in a different section in the confusing place where it mixed up funeral directors and bombers in the same paragraph. And we're separating those out. So it will be a confusing bill to read. So if you take a look at it and you have questions about what this has done, well, that's what I'm here for. Please feel free to give us a call about that. Well, that's all we have till now. It is Christmas season, so I've got my Christmas mug here with my coffee in it. I've got my heavy stuff on, uh, and I hope that you have a wonderful, warm. It's cold and wet here in Jefferson City today. I hope it's better where you're at. But whatever the weather is, hope you have a good weekend, and hope everyone out there, as always, stay safe.